All right, welcome back to Tundra Talk, everybody. I'm Tyler Friel, and uh, before we get going, um, I hate doing this, but I will. <laughs> I do got to let people know um, Tundra Talk is now on Patreon. If if you feel the desire to uh, support the cause, the shit does cost money, and it's time I got to make some of it back up. So anyway, if you if you uh, if you want to kick a few bucks bucks a month over, that would be greatly appreciated. Um, I want to do more with the podcast and all that, so that will help a lot. Anyway, enough with that. Um, well, Mr. Nick Mookie's back here again. Um, been kind of tough to run into each other this spring. Yeah. No, it's been a, a fast spring, I guess, right? I mean, we... Sure seems like it. It's, yeah. I was, you know, I don't know, at the beginning, I was like, holy shit, like this is getting out of hand <laughs> with... <laughs> No, we were really busy off the right off the bat, and uh, and then you know we you went your way, I went my way, and we just we just haven't had time to catch up. Yeah, but yeah, I've, you know I kind of went over all my my spring stories, I think. But uh, yeah, you got some pretty ones. I was hoping, I, like I said, I was hoping you, me, and Frank could link up after after the first one. Sure, because that was pretty. I'm looking forward to like hearing hearing that whole deal but yeah yeah it's stoked and be, even though he's not here i'm gonna i, I gotta credit schultz because he he did all the research on this but so we've been had this question for a couple of years there's this bird <laughs> that every spring you know sitting on a bear bait you hear this bird it's right when the woods like get quiet at night one o'clock and it, feel, it feels something. like it feels like it sounds like an echo yeah. Like beep beep, you know, I can't do it. <laughs> but man, every single spring, like, you know, after break during breakup, whatever, after you find like you walk the first time you walk outside late at night and you hear that man just ah oh, just means bear hunting to me. Well, Dr. Schultz, uh does he, he's kind of a birder or the the son of some serious birders, so yeah. he, he inherited it and he like he said he uh he just determined like had a free afternoon it was like i'm not getting off the computer till i figure out what this freaking bird is <laughs> and it is a hermit thrush and they're up here they're like, up here i told uh well, when tom was up here i was telling him about it and he's like he's like you know because i'm like you hear that bird there and he's he's like yeah that's you know everywhere i've bear hunted in the spring you hear that bird yeah well, a lot you of times really, bear hunting. I never really see them. But. A lot of times bear hunting, you're you're in the woods when it quiet down. You know, gets real quiet. Yeah. You know, and uh, stuff carries a long ways. But I know exactly the bird you're talking about. I hear it all the time too. Yeah, it's like one one of those things you got to be paying attention to. But it's yeah, if you, you may you may never hear it if you're not. But it's you step outside right when it quiets down in the middle of the night. Yep. And uh, they just go on and on and on. It's really kind of cool. So I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that bird has some meaning to me. I can't <laughs> explain what it is, but I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anyway, I guess with that, um I might start in Did we talk about last year? Did we talk about this bear at uh, all? Very briefly and, and So you know, this is the one where I Frank and I had gone in to hunt uh, try and hunt grizzlies on your bait. Yep. And I text Nick on the inReach, this is from episode last year, and I'm like, oh, and I had told you, I'm like, I'm not, you're, you'd ask me, please don't shoot any black bears, because he hadn't got a chance to, and I had. So I'm like, all right, I won't shoot any black bears. Like, 
check his trail camera and text him on the inReach. I'm like, uh, would it piss you off if I shot a seven foot blonde or black bear that's blonder than your grizzly? <laughs> and oh, please, God, no, don't do it. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that, but you knew what I meant. Oh, I yeah. was like excited, I, like, yeah. I wasn't going to, that would be a right. serious dick move. <laughs> well, yeah. So then for the, the next several, you know, two days before, or day and a half, whatever, before you came back and I could get the photo and yeah. see what you're talking about, I'm just envisioning in my head, well, you know, what, you know, like, what does this bear look like? Right. Yeah. And he finally sent me the picture. I'm like, oh man, he's beautiful. Oh yeah. Absolutely beautiful. And no, I, he well, didn't come flipping in. through, and you had seen him on pictures. I did. Cr- pictures before, but f- when you're flipping through pictures, you just assume he's yeah. a grizzly. So the night, um, the night that I uh, shot my grizzly bear, went in the next morning, rebaited and whatnot, and then I checked the camera because I was hoping something would would be there, you know, for Steph. I, you know, I yeah, didn't know. And uh, em- first picture I looked at was was this blonde bear. Um, but he was standing like up on top of the barrel and it was a, a grainy picture like after dark. So yeah. you couldn't really see color or and certainly couldn't see his head. So I just assumed right away just by his body size. I'm like, that's it's a grizzly bear. It's perfect. Yeah. So I didn't even look at any more photos. I yeah. shut it off and I left. And uh, then that evening, you know, we're like pretty confident that, you know, that bear was going to come in. And, uh, you know. Uh, was that when Steph shot her bear that night then? Yeah, that night. Then, you know, so at, at the same time that that bear was on there the night prior, that bear came in at midnight or whatever. Yeah. And then Steph's bear the next night came in right around midnight, 1230, whatever it was. And uh, I knew it wasn't the same bear when that she shot because you could see the visible scar on yeah, well, one. that's what that's yeah. the dot because we thought it was the bear you winged that right. very the very first night we sat. He yeah. hit this, you know, he hit this bear just too high. Right, didn't kill it. But you know, and if I'd have looked at it closer, I'd have, and I did later. But um, if you know, initially, if I'd have just you know had the wherewithal to take my time and look at the photo a little closer, I'd have known right away it wasn't because that's yeah. the scar on this one's back like a foot and a half beyond where that arrow hit. But. Um, yeah, so saw that bear and I immediately discounted as a grizzly bear. Didn't even think anything yeah. of it. And then you came up the next weekend and, and uh, checked the camera and hunted. And sure as shit, it was. It yeah, was and we just, never, we didn't see that bear. You know, I was just like, oh, like I'm gonna have to watch this bear come in <laughs> and eat for half an hour and then leave yeah. without shooting him. That bear was smart. That bear All was, he was. Hell of well, a lot. that's because we had and I got it on video that. Was we had a wolf come in that was I think yep. it was that night wolf came in but then that black that jet black one that was yep. a, also a huge bear yep. yeah and, uh, but we never saw him and and then you hunted him a couple nights after that four nights four I hunted nights him, I hunted him four nights last year and so. I in mixed in there like nights you couldn't go because there was still some grizzly activity yep I would you know I'd run up there a couple times and I'd go in there and I'd check the trail camera and I'd be like, you know, it'd be like that bear on the bait. Yep. Five minutes later, Nick and Frank packing in, yep. you know, packing in bait. Then yeah. they leave and 15 minutes later, he's back on there. Yeah. He, he, he would do that. And he, he did that every time I went up there, he was uh, on the bait, you know, that day and then come up the next time or then, or, you know, whatever hunt the next time. And he, he'd come in right after we left. So, yeah, he got kind of, it didn't get frustrating. It became more interesting than anything. And then, you know, the season ended last year, and um, 
uh, we had pictures of him towards the end of the season when I wasn't able to hunt, but when I went and pulled the bait, yeah, you know, well, because you had finally like formulated a plan, yeah, you know, we're like, all right, well, you're gonna, you know, both you and Steph go in there, yeah, make plenty of noise going in, and then have Steph leave and make plenty of noise going out, and you yeah. stay there, the old like classic bear bait, you know, for a yeah, a, those bears that just wait, and and we had done and that, just couldn't make it up there. We that. had done that once before, uh, my very first bear in Idaho, you know, ten years ago. Um, we had a blonde black bear on on our bait, and we had just set it up and everything, and we we're hunting, and she just got cold. I didn't, I didn't like, you know, I I didn't have a plan in my head, but the the bear hadn't come in yet. Yeah, she had gotten chilly, so I'm just like, well, just get out and walk because there where we bait, you know, you walk through woods for a minute, if that, and the rest is just wide open sagebrush back yeah. to the truck. So she walked back to the truck, and not five minutes after she left, that bear walked in, I had perfect shot, whatever. So I kind of kept that in the back of my mind and i've heard other people talk yeah. about it, you know two in one out that type of thing just kind of trick them so i thought about it all winter and everything and i was really hoping that this spring that he would oh, still be around like, just i still got trail cam pictures of him on my computer yeah and he, you know granted i it, it was a 35 gallon drum and i have been fooled by that drum before <laughs> yes. but still it's like yeah. this is a nice freaking bear yeah like the shape of his head and yeah so, so i was like oh i mean i don't know how many times i was like dude you have to kill this bear. This is like a once in a lifetime black bear yeah, for interior. Absolutely. So I was, yeah, I was super stoked to check the camera. Um, the few times we went up there and, um, first time we went up, you know, there's nothing on there. I'm like, ah, whatever. I mean, it's a little early. It, it, we, we had an early spring here in Fairbanks, but everywhere, Northeast, Northwest, you know, North, whatever. And, you know, even, even right around here, just in the hills around here, you know, there was snow held for a yeah. long time. And so the first time we went up after we baited, you know, there was nothing on there. Even when we went first yeah. trip up on the river, there was still a lot of snow. Absolutely. Yeah, there was. There was. Yeah. So, you know, neither here nor there. Next time we went up, you know, Steph and I walk in and uh, you could tell that there had been a bear there. I checked the camera and at the very first picture that I looked oh. at was just like blonde right in front of the camera. And I could tell it wasn't grizzly bear blonde. It was this bear. Like, perfect. And, uh. Steph and I worked out a deal. Like I'd be first this year since she shot yeah. the bigger grizz last year, which it is what it is. Uh, we sat that night. Um, a very, I was very excited, but I also told her, I'm like, we, we've got a couple nights to do this. I want to kill this bear this weekend. You know, like we're going to do, I, I'm, I'm going to sit until I can't Yeah, that was going to be your, your, the first sit. And like, I mean, you're in yeah. each message and me and I'm like, I was super excited. <laughs> I was like, right. I, I obviously didn't stay awake all night, but. I, we were bouncing back and forth. I'm like, oh well, if you did, you know, this doesn't work. Do this, and because yeah. knowing so many times those those big smart bears, like I don't know if they just forget a little bit, but like the first sit is the best chance so, to kill them. So we walked in and rebaited and whatnot, and uh, he he was on the bait like two minutes before, so we definitely oh. spooked him off. And yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that right when we got in there, but I knew that after the fact uh, when I got back to camp and looked at the photos and stuff and. So I'm like, shit, you know, we, we spooked him, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, last year it didn't work out very well because every time we spooked him, he wouldn't come back in when we sat. But uh, so it went in that evening, and he had been in there right before I got there again. <laughs> so it's like twice in one day I spooked him off. Um, so we sat for, I think we sat for about seven hours. And then finally I just told Steph, I said, if he's not in, if, if he don't come in by 11, because he had been coming in every night, mm -hmm. you know, around 11, 11, 15, um, I don't know how they know what time it is, but they come in at the same time. It seems like a lot, but he, uh, 
didn't come in, so I told Steph, just climb down and walk out. You know, yeah. just walk right out. And I, you know, I said, pick me up at two or whatever, and I'll meet you in the parking lot, whatever. Yeah, or, Steph, or wait, not, didn't you? I told ver- her, what, what's The that? version I heard was, if I, you know, I'll come out at one, but if I don't come out at one, just wait. No, I said, I'll come out at two. <laughs> okay. If, and if I ain't there at two, just, just wait. It'll be just fine. No, it was one. Yeah, it was one. Cause, yeah, so you're right. So one o'clock rolls around, like 12.55, whatever, one o'clock, and still no bear, but I hear a giant stick snap, you know? Like, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. This might be a grizzly bear. That'd be interesting. So I stand up, you know, get a little adrenaline going after sitting yeah. you know, dormant. For- Were you shooting standing up? I was, yeah. Gotcha. So I I stood up and um and I just started looking through the birch and whatnot and uh big black bear starts walking in. I'm like, shit. So I <laughs> hung my bow up, sat back down. Well, weren't you texting me because I think I was still awake or I woke up, I was like you're right. I saw the text I was like, should I shoot this giant black one that's big. in front of me or yeah. should I wait? <laughs> so he, he came in, ate a little beaver carcass or whatever, crunched on some bones for a while. I couldn't really see him very well for where he was for about 30 minutes. He was just behind a tree, but eventually got up and walked into the bait and I got a really good look at him. You could tell when he was walking just the way he waddled. Yeah. I'm like, man, any other day, you know, this bear <laughs> being deep shit, yeah. uh, you know, so, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of proud of myself that I was able to hold back and just wait, knowing that I might have an opportunity at the one I wanted. So he ate for 30 minutes, 45 minutes on the bait, and all of a sudden another stick snaps. And so I, then I got ready. I'm like, well, it might be a grizzly bear or, you know, who knows, or another, yeah. you know, whatever, another bear. And so I stand up and I, I'm looking, I'm just catching glimpses of him. Not, not, never got a full body profile or anything, just kept getting glimpses. The blonde this, one? Yeah. And this other bear is getting kind of nervous and he just takes off after in that direction that the other bear was coming from. Yeah. And for the next hour, so probably from, I would say right around, you know, 145 until about 2.30, these bears circled each other, were fighting, slapping each other, growling, grunting, all the, all the bear stuff that you that you love to hear and see oh, yeah. that you rarely ever get to. And windy and two big boars. Like and, when, and so what, what time did you sit? I started at, I think we sat at 5 p.m. So you're like 10 hours, yeah. 11 hours into a sit. Yeah. And, and uh, so I, I was standing up the whole time and just, you know, just kind of just playing it out. I'm like, eventually this you know, bear is going to come in and, yeah. and, you know, whatever. And the the black one finally chased him off, but the brown one or blonde one just kept circling around the bait. And I would have had, I could have shot him 10 ways till Sunday if I'd have had my compound because he's standing 30, 40 yards away. Yeah. Many times broadside just sitting there waiting for his turn, you know? Yeah. Eventually he, he came right underneath the tree stand and snuck up on the black one and slapped it right in the ass. Oh, man. The black one growled and ran off. And then, uh, then he sat there and ate. But the entire time he ate, he was... He was laying down facing the barrel, so not me. I just never had a shot. And I just told myself, you know, this is going to take some time. You know, he's eventually going to stand up, do his thing. And it got the best of me. Every couple minutes, he'd turn and open himself up a little bit more and a little yeah. bit more and a little bit more. Finally, he's laying broadside, slightly quartering away, but still eating. And I just stared at the spot I wanted, and I stared and stared. I'm like, you know what? I can I can shoot him. Yeah. Yeah, it's close. What would you say? Nine yards? Well, yeah. Ten maybe. When at the they're most. laying, you know, because the bait's like 12 yeah. maybe. And he's so in front of it eating what's the on actual, the ground. The actual like tree that the barrels. Yeah. So he's close. Yeah. And it's like, I can make this shot. So I draw back, shoot, arrow hits exactly where I want, gets about an inch of penetration and just hangs there. I'm like, fuck. And 
he does nothing. He stands up like lethargically, turns around, faces me, doesn't doesn't show any indication of caring about what just happened. And uh, the arrow's just kind of hanging out of out of his right side, yeah, right where I wanted, you know, downward That's angle, so right behind the shoulder, like but, just caught a rib just the right way because yep. I mean, you're shooting like really sharp cutthroats, yep. like that should not yep. by any means happen. That's it just weird. Stopped, snapped off the arrow, kind of hanging out of him. He he, and so that was on his right side. So now he's quartering towards me, um, but not hard, and uh, doesn't know what happened still. Yeah. And uh, he, he finally starts looking behind him to the right to see the arrow, and it's kind of moving. And so I reach around, grab another uh, arrow out of the quiver, which usually, you know, I love a tight spot quiver. And if there's anything that would ever possibly I could think of that would be wrong with one is that they hold the arrows too tight yeah. sometimes. So, like, it's hard to pull an arrow out in the moment. And a lot of times when I sit in a tree stand, I'll I'll loosen up the second arrow. Oh, gotcha. I'll take it out, just loosen it enough so you can grab it no problem without yeah, a lot of pressure. Yeah, because you hang your quiver on the tree, don't you? Yeah, I like to sit with my bow on my lap a lot yeah. or you know i'll hang it up if it's not windy but i like to have it on my lap and it just doesn't work too well with the the quiver on it so anyhow the the arrow was in there so tight i, I was struggling to get it out my own fault but finally ripped it out the quiver falls down to the bottom but I ha- i'm holding the arrow in my hand i'm like goodness gracious at this point he's looking at me um he, he, he you know he's looking my direction maybe not necessarily up in the tree probably where the quiver hit yeah and I quickly knocked the arrow, and I picked the spot, and I just put it right behind his shoulder, and he took off and ran 25, 40, not even 40, probably 35 yards, yeah. whatever. But it never heard any noise. I didn't hear any, I didn't hear a crash. Just I didn't hear run and silent. No death moan, nothing, just just ran. And uh, so I'm like, shit, well. Well, you probably knew, like. I knew it was a good shot, right? Yeah. But, you know, he slightly quartering towards me, you know, you never know. Like, I've never had, done that before. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, yeah, exactly. So, uh I I, th- I, w- I felt confident in the shot, so I wasn't too worried about it. And uh, so I waited 15, 20 minutes, uh, climbed down, went and looked at my arrow, and I look up, and this the other bear is standing there 10 yards away, like just staring right at me. He was around the entire time. I did, but I could never see him from the stand, but he's just standing right there. I'm like, shit, should I shoot him too? I'm like, no. And he starts walking towards me, so I grab the arrow f- off the ground, look at him, like, looks great. And on the way out, the, the bear ran the same direction that I was headed. So I kind of walked in that direction. I found him and laying there. Oh, and I was nice. like, fuck yeah, perfect. <laughs> so yeah, it felt really good. I mean, especially after making a stupid, and you know, we always talk about things that you don't do when you're hunting bear on a bait and, and then you go and do it. And, you know, one of them is don't shoot them laying down or sitting like you don't need to. And, and a lot of times everything switches and moves. And when I skinned up my bear, I figured out what happened. He was, you know, was laying down with his, with his right, you know, arm kind of back further, you know, his shoulder. And so that arrow glanced off the top of his shoulder and it, it lodged right into one of his, uh, like in the spine. Oh, it's like like right where the vertebrae. Yeah. That makes sense then. And so when we were skinning him out, I found the arrow up there and it just, it it went nowhere, you know, it just stuck right in the bone, but how he didn't react to it, like, you know, take off running. I still mystery. The one I shot in the spine sure reacted. Yeah. I think if you hit him, middle spine yeah they're gonna react you know but that that rib bone that goes to the spine maybe hell, yeah. who knows it was in there good though i mean well even mine we were talking i was talking to matt about it on the last episode i couldn't believe when that arrow stopped like i hit him right where i wanted to you know obviously instantly it's like yeah spine 
right. and he didn't, you know, by the time I could get a third arrow, yep. it was oddly similar because mine was sitting broadside and yep. it was the same thing. It's like, you can make this, I'm like, Tyler, you can make this shot a hundred times in a row, right. like 12 ring every time. Yep. If I and, learned anything. And I just shot high and, and I'm like, I didn't, you know, you don't know what happened exactly. Yeah. And I just, I, mine, I just nicked the skin, didn't even cut any of the membrane into the yep. muscle or anything like that under his, it just cut the skin on the top of his back and he, similar thing, flipped around looking for what's going on. And I'm like, this Shit. bear don't know he's hit. I got to finish this. Yeah. And, if I learned anything but from yeah, that. But yeah, that spine, I, the only thing I can think of is that spine flexes. Yep. And, sure. and that's absorbs enough energy because, you know, I mean, we've seen stuff like those single bevels you, with that pretty heavy arrow right just through. shatter yeah. bones. I If I learned anything, it's, you know, I hit that bear exactly where I wanted to. Like, yeah. I, I, I was not, I did not miss my mark. Yeah. But that just, that just proves my point even more. Like, just don't shoot them laying down. It's, it, yeah. You're, you're, everything moves when they're laying down. When they're standing mm -hmm. up, their legs and bones are out of the way, and really all you're contending with is a rib, which is nothing. Yeah. But when they're laying down, you know, not only do the bones well, move. Well, the organs are the probably organs moved are moving around. The shit, you know, especially not, sitting, right? Yeah. Well, and stuff like. Just little shit. Well, I mean. you know, you look at, and you look at the way a bear's built compared to everyone gets so ingrained shooting deer type animals yeah where you know i mean you shoot them right through both shoulders not too high yep. like you're going to get right through the middle of everything whereas you know you you look at the right angle on a bear between their shoulders their chest is not deep yeah. it's like that's a lot of folks a, a lot of folks their... get in trouble shooting too far forward on a bear especially yeah. a quartering away shot if you oh, tuck yeah. it behind the shoulder you're fucked you, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna miss forward of the of the vitals you oh know? yeah and a quartering away shot on a deer you put it right on their shoulder i mean they're, they're done granted you should always be aiming at the offside leg yeah and, and if you're doing that you're going to be aiming way further back than what you're typically comfortable with yeah. but but we it, even talked is dead. talked about like that extreme quartering away shots Straight. such a yep. such a freaking deadly shot on a bear if you can get it over the hip and straight into the chest cavity break you go, you're going to go right through the diaphragm you're going to hit a lung if not yep. two and it's going to leave a hole on the other side if you got enough of yeah it. well like you know that what was i think it was that grizzly when i remember sent you the video a few years ago i'm like uh because i i flinch in the end i only only hit like three inches to the right but i yeah. shot this bear in the ham yep but they're shooting like nine hundred green arrows. Yeah, and you know, and you took one look at it and like, oh, he's toast, man. <laughs> and he was. It just stuck in the opposite front. Yeah, front you went, you and you got shit on social media for that video too. Oh, yeah. A lot of people are oh, saying, you oh, why would you shoot? Ass, like, you are know? you dumb? That that arrow, like, it, it keep keeps going, and it, it. Oh yeah. There's nothing stopping it once it gets through there. No. A lot of times, you sh shoot those extreme quartering away shots. You don't even have to worry about a rib bone. You know what I mean? You're behind the ribs. Yeah, you go in behind the ribs. It's all soft. The liver, diaphragm, yeah, both fucked. lungs, and the, yeah. So, yeah, it turned out, you know, it turned out, it worked. It worked out well. And, yeah, that bear was absolutely gorgeous, but it could have it could have went south in a hurry, too, you know? Yeah. Well, but, at least you're, you know, cool enough, you know, done enough stuff with, you know, you're cool enough headed to be like, like, oh, I just fucked up, <laughs> you know, and then, yeah. but keep it together. Some people, you know. Right. It's like the way some people get around bears or when they, it's just. Yep. You always need to have a, a second arrow ready. You never know. I mean, even if you're shooting a lot and I'm, I am not that good with a, 
a recurve. I've killed some stuff with it, but no, you're better than the average with yeah with shooter. You know, I try my best, but I, I still am. I've got a lot to learn, and mostly mostly on the mental side of things. It's not so much the the shooting. It's just like when I do everything right, it's great. When I make one little mess up, and this goes all the way back to 15 when when we went that first time. Yeah, you know, totally mentally collapsed. It wasn't it wasn't nervous. I wasn't wound up. I wasn't you just know, didn't the, follow like, your process. Yeah. It had nothing to do with being excited. It was just, you know, just you, you are so used to just being able to do something and then you well, go and forget it. It's a know? big difference. I mean, coming yeah. and not like you were any slouch shooting a compound at all. Like, like, not like you were dependent on the catching features and <laughs> no. yeah. of that, but it's like just re- requires another level of yeah. concentration. You can shoot a compound pretty well, 10, 20, 30 yards without a whole lot of mental, yeah. <laughs> mental issues. Like you don't, ne- you don't need to think about it a whole lot. Center of the peep, you know, fuck shoot. Yeah. Um, but with, with well, the recurve, the, the there's thing like how was it last year where you're like, do you like when you, before you <laughs> shoot, do you like, and when you anchored, you like make sure you know the arrows line up. I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just took it for granted. Like, okay, yeah. Well, I'm going to make sure the arrows lined up the same way under my eye. Yeah. As I get into my anchor, I was always just uh, kind of instinctively hoping. I guess I don't well, know, but pl- it, it, pluck and hope. Yeah. Well, but, no, no, but you don't know what you don't know. Right. I was. I, yeah. But anyhow, when when you do everything right with a trad bow. Um, things things start to fall over but yeah i was uh i was super stoked to see you get that bear yeah it made he's, it made my year it really did i was got him salted he's hanging now. hanging here in the shop right now yeah it's a beautiful bear so then yeah so then the next night um we had a grizzly bear come in so we want i wanted steph i well i told steph i'm like we could hunt you know this one or another one or whatever one you you know whatever yeah. one you want i mean pretty good opportunity at a big black bear or you know we got another bait that had a nice grizzly bear on it yeah i'm like i know what i would do you know if it's you know this bear's been in there quite a bit that the grizzly had mm-hmm. been and yeah i didn't want to sway her opinion one way or the other or, you know or, or choice mm-hmm. but she ultimately decided to sit for the grizzly bear and fuck we sat all night and we heard that bear all night we heard that bear oh. from nine o'clock till two in the morning like every 45 minutes we'd hear something breaking or something nearby but he never ever came never in never would come in no. i wonder if he just somehow i knew you guys something was up yeah and he had been there that day yet too i mean he, the camera got moved slightly and it was pointed right at the tree that the stands in and he's rubbing his back up and oh. down on it and i'm like <laughs> I, I thought pretty. I thought we were pretty uh, set up well, but um, you know, even with the Ozonics, it didn't matter. He 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 did know something was up, and but well, that's the thing you try to tell people like as many times. As, yeah, I mean, even you and me sitting for Grizzlies, like it's way more often than not, it don't work out. Yeah. Like your time, you know, right combination at least where where I'm doing most of my hunting, the timing has to be perfect. And the conditions have to be perfect. Yep. So I don't know what the issue was unless he, I mean, he absolutely knew we were there because like I said, he was circling and we never saw him, but we, you could definitely hear him. And if it was another bear, it was another bear or whatever. Either way that it didn't come in. So we didn't get to, we didn't get to hunt that anymore. And then went and hunted um, the following weekend with John shirts. Yeah. And I wanted to see if we could get him a bear and, um, 
there had been bears on it all week long. <laughs> and uh, same thing happened. We sat two nights in a row, one night for 10 hours, one night for 12 hours. <sighs> and it, both both nights, it was just uh, just just bears hanging up. And it, that doesn't happen a lot. But it, when it does, it's frustrating because it's like, oh, shit, yeah. you've been here. Bears have been here every day and a couple, several. And especially when you don't, when you don't really know what's causing it right. or what's going on, you know. Yeah. So that, that didn't work out either, but did some grizzly bear spot and stock hunting one weekend and uh, saw several bears. We saw five bears in two nights, and I had a great stock on one bear, but again, I, I, I went up you know, to hunt thinking I was going to sit the bait, and so I just brought my recurve, and yeah. John don't even have a compound right now, so he don't, <laughs> he don't, he don't even have a bow. So what did he do with his prime? He was shooting a prime or something, wasn't he? Yeah, he sold that years ago, and then he bought a Hoyt, and then he, he usually sells his bow in the winter, and then gets a new one before spring. But he got all wrapped up with uh, the fishing stuff for his business that he just didn't get around to it. So I, I when I took him up, we just grabbed the bow out of my garage mm-hmm. and set it up, and it was just fine. He was shooting great, but. So I stalked this grizzly bear, nice blonde bear, get to about 40 yards, 35, 40 yards, and he's just standing there, and the wind switches, hits the back of our neck, and he just, like, slowly walks away. And I'm not saying I could have shot him there with a compound, but I would have had a hell of a lot better opportunity than, you know, I need, we kind of set up the, the way he was walking, hoping that he would continue walking by us. He was killing rabbits we walked up where he was and there was like six or seven dead rabbits in a, in a spot where he killing them and either killing them and bringing them back there or he killed a few there i've seen that before that's weird yeah. man i've never seen that myself yeah. like well when there's i mean grizzly bear like, twenty thousand rabbits but along the side yeah of the road. i guess that that makes a little more sense there there's some stupid ones to pick off because yeah. grizzly bears are fast but they're not the most agile right critters yeah, I had seen that once before on a stalking a grizzly bear and wind switches and he leaves. So I walk up kind of where he was just to figure out what the hell he was doing. Thought he was mm-hmm. digging and there was just dead rabbits all around him, like fur and bones and shit. Huh. Like, I mean, I I would assume it was them. I don't know what the hell else it would be. But. Would like gather them up? Yeah, like, like they're, that. they're probably you know killing them wherever and then take them to one spot and eating them. You know, kind of like a bear grabbing a fish out of the yeah. out of the river and walking down the bank. To, I don't know, fuck, I don't know. Get but, their favorite spots to. When there's that many rabbits, you got to believe they're eating them. I don't know why they, why the hell they'd pass them up. So, but yeah, that's a bummer, man. Yeah, especially right. I, I had no high expectations of getting a, another grizzly over bait this year. I, I just figured after what happened last year, I was just like, all right, my last luck, year run was out. nuts. <laughs> yeah, so it would, and yeah. Well, this year was almost like a last year. Yeah, this year things. for me was like almost like last year was for you. I mean, yeah. that bait, like it would, cause it would get like a couple grizzlies get, get in there like middle of June or later. Yeah. And then you all of a sudden early this year. Well, yeah, but your bait all last year, put it out, go up there. Well, we didn't even really look at pictures. No. Sat that, you know, just saw a big grizzly bear in there, sat, you know, hit him that first night and. After we looked, we're looking for him for a few hours. Came back, we're rebaiting, and he tried coming back in again. Yeah, pretty nuts. And then, you know, to go back the next weekend and shoot two. That's yeah, unbelievable. And Steph's bear, you know, Steph's bear was every bit as big. It was a different bear, but it was every bit as yep. big. It was a huge bear. Yep. Yeah, I think uh, 
every year everywhere is going to be slightly different i believe especially up here with the winters and shit and you know, yeah. when spring going to come but like i was saying we i was getting all wound up down here in fairbanks because fuck the snow was gone by end of april around oh, here yeah right and you leave town and go anywhere and there's just tons of snow so you know those yeah you guys went, <laughs> went up there like it wasn't like waist deep in a lot yeah, of spots yeah we, we worked very had to snowshoe a trail in yeah, there yeah we worked very hard to put our baits in this year it was a lot of work uh snowshoeing in uh waist deep snow post and even in the snowshoes yeah we were sweating and swearing by the time we were done with that yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm glad i was busy that day <laughs> yeah so and i had done that before and i swore i'd never do it again but once you know once you get there it's like oh, what it's, the hell with it just do it but. well it's like every year i put my put my baits out a week after the ice goes out yeah to, you know april even though I know, and I just say over and over again, it's not even worth putting your bait out. In but once April, it's done, generally. it's done. You know? Yeah. Once it's yeah. Once once you got them got them out, and it's all all the work's done. You can just sit back and wait. And should I'd, I? Yeah, I'd get mine out April fifteenth if I could. But what the hell for? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think uh, probably the earliest you had bears on that bait was, I think it was. I've had pictures April twenty seventh. Yeah, yeah, that was that. You put, you put, you put a ton of like six hundred pounds of bait on there. I did and three days. We waited three weeks because I, that was when you shot that bear with with your with that stick bow. That was that year because yeah. we it was the first trip back in there and you'd waited three weeks. Yeah, you got back in there and there were bears on there twenty four hours a day from three days after you put <laughs> yeah. it out. Yeah, it's some big suckers yeah. too. And then you know that's what's funny about it is like you know other years I've put out a bunch of bait early and and there's no snow on the ground and you come back and fuck there ain't nothing like after yeah. a week or two you know you wait two weeks or whatever and still nothing so I, I just a lot of things change you know and I, there's definitely more pressure um, in you know in that area over the over the past couple of years and that's fine but uh, you got to believe that you know that does have an impact and who knows what they're shooting. Yeah. You know, you, you shoot a lot of, you know, three and four year old bears, which is totally fine. You know, a lot of people don't, that's what they want to do. Yeah. But I think over the past several years, I just, I, I've just wanted to shoot something bigger. It, wait, just wait, you know, because you'll get your, yeah. opp- you'll get an opportunity if you're patient. Yeah. Um, well, and I mean, mine was kind of the opposite this year that I know my bait that's me, you know, pretty much just a grizzly bait. Last year, that thing didn't get touched till like, the 12th of June or yeah. something like that. And then it was just nonstop balls to the wall after that. Yeah. And then, and that one got hit pretty quick. Well, it was after I shot the first black bear, like a few days later, I went up there and, and had that giant grizzly walk under me. Yep. And, uh, but yeah, like got, it was back to like what that bait used to be and right. what it should be with some different pressure around there. I mean, you, the past few years, it's been yeah. pretty weird getting disrupted. But I mean, it was like, I think when we went in there and, and, or me and Frank went in there and I shot that bear, there was two boar, two big boars in the sow on it. And then, you know, go back a week later, shoot another one that I thought it wasn't, I, th- I thought it was the big one and it wasn't. Yeah. Cause I saw him when he walked, when I walked back into rebate, he's standing there. But, uh, and then still, you know, after that, there was like, 
six or seven bears using it and a yeah, couple you, of big ones. You had several nice bears on your camera, unfortunately, right until Tom showed up. Yeah, right before, like two days <laughs> before. Like, I was so no, pissed. It was rocking and rolling. Because, I, I mean, I had the whole... It's like, holy shit. Because like, the last couple of years, you didn't have that many black bears no, on there. No, just like, you and get ste- a, a few steady bears, but like you get not one like, big one early. Yeah, not like quite Not like, like what year. it was this year. Yeah. And that's just weird, man. The and, whole time, like, yep, I was like, we're going to go. I already had the whole week planned because I'm like, well, Tom's going to shoot a freaking six and a half, seven footer the first night. Yeah. Not so much. No. I mean, it worked out great for me, but. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, I, well, and that was just another random thing. I mean, I went back in there to look, like, was it a day or in a, one or two days before he got here and that grizzly that I seen that sow grizzly and three cubs were in there. I'm like, shit, like we're going to have to, we're going to have to come in here and let her get in here and spook her out. Sure. 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 So she doesn't come back, but which we ended up doing, but I was, I was super discouraged. Then we go, you know, just have that boar just happened to get in there that morning that we went back to hunt Yep. and it worked out. But since then, man, dead, (laughs) it's really weird. I haven't seen anything like it. I mean, the only different thing is, you know, there's a grizzly bear carcass laying on a trail. Shouldn't matter. 350 yards from the bait. Yeah. Shouldn't matter a bit. I just, my my carcass to that black bear was gone the next weekend when I went back. Couldn't wow. find it anywhere. I That's something came in and drug it off. Like, where I'm at, anyway. Yeah, it's gone. I don't know. I yeah, went back I'm, and looked, and I'm like, you could see drag marks or whatever, but it wasn't anywhere to be found. I wonder no. if that other black bear drug him off or could something. Have, could have been. Or wolves or, yeah, I mean, shit. that wolf. Yeah. Those wolves were eating on that grizzly could've, bear last year. Could have been. I've had the opportunity the last two years to hunt some pretty remote, like unpressured baits. Yeah. And the the difference in the bear hunting on those compared to like what we do in semi pressured areas. Yeah. It's it's night and day. And I, I Which that's your yeah, that's the It's unbelievable. It's completely, completely different than what we we are doing on a yearly basis and uh, you know, without an airplane, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> well, but, you do what yeah, me we do what Frank we do. did last year. Oh yeah, exactly. And yeah. that's that was the plan originally, but right. you know, there was and, a few extenuating circumstances that nobody yeah. had any control over. Right. That we and, had to pull the plug on that. And, and you can certainly experience the same thing doing it that way. Yeah. yeah. But uh, well, it was just, like Frank's bear. I don't think you'd probably ever seen a person before. Right. It's just what kind of bear comes and lets you yeah. like, wing three arrows by you know, yeah. and he's just. Like he, you could tell he didn't know what we are. Like he's being aggressive and, yep. but he's unsure enough to. Actually the last three years, cause in 17, I, I went with Jonah, um, for a weekend. That's and right. Those yeah. fucking bears were, they don't, they didn't care. They, nothing at all. I walk in and I mean, they're bears all over the place. You know what I mean? It's just very different. Very, very, very different. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, this, uh. Hunting remote stuff. We have to hunt. You know, around here, you have to you have to put some thought into it. Oh yeah, and there's some serious and, and strategy. If, and if you don't, and you're not uh, you're not able to sit for long hours, you know, like you know, how many times do you shoot bears at two or three in the morning? What well, happens a lot, yeah. especially in pressured areas. But if you're not sitting that long, then you know, a lot of guys at ten or eleven, they want to call her quits. You know, go back yeah. to camp because they think Which, they got to do. Like, cause they're on a schedule, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I got, I need to be in bed at midnight or whatever, 11 so I can wake up in the morning or, or whatever it might be. But like me, it's like, I know that I'm going to sit from five or 6 PM <laughs> until, yeah. until either the next morning or until I can't keep until my I eyes Until I fall open. out of tree stand. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
And, you know, and I prepare myself for that, but uh, and then you sleep all day, and yeah, you, you definitely feel right, if groggy you don't, if and you shit. Don't have little kids or that, yeah. <laughs> and but, and even when you're camping, I mean, it's hard to sleep all day oh, because yeah. it's hotter than hell. Yeah, you know, it's definitely something that I think a lot of people overlook. And you know, maybe we were we've talked about this before, but I think it's worth yeah, like Same you just yeah, look. I don't know how else to say it. I mean, there there is a lot of guys you know, like you're freaking crazy to pull the plug at ten thirty or eleven. That's when it gets good. Yeah, absolutely. You know, around I mean, that time is a lot of times for a lot of times for black bears, I'll pull it at like one. Right. Because I don't know. At least where I'm at, it seems like most of the black bear stuff is winding down. Unless you have one on camera that's coming in after that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not quite as wound up about black bears as I am grizzly bears. Exactly. But, but you know, hunting, and there are people that probably listen to this that hunt unpressured areas like yeah. I was talking about, and you fucking throw everything out the window with those because you just, you're, you're, it's going to be a very different experience, and they are well aware, you know. Yeah. Like, I got several friends that are able to hunt pretty cool spots, and fuck, man, they're it's, it's just different. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> I mean, this... <laughs> Because, yeah, I mean, like this bear was big. I, after fleshing it, whatever, you know, squared is squaring a bear is a little objective. I, sure. I'll just, I, I like to do it after I flesh them, you know, pull them out on the floor, just get them taut and let them lay on the floor. Yep. And then, you know, average the length, tip of tail to the nose and then across the claws. And that one's 6'10, mm-hmm. which, I mean, it's a freaking big black bear for seven one nose to tail. Yeah, seven one nose to tail, and uh, my bit, my first bear, my big one. He's like six seven. There's nothing wrong with that either. No. no. What's funny is he was two hundred seven pounds. Oh, jeez. Yeah. We we drug him out whole again, and no, that's him. that's good. I'd like to do that sometimes too. When you have um, the boat there, and you can get with, him in the boat yeah. quick, get him back, weigh him, and then your, gut him. Yeah, you your know. spot's no a no brainer to to do that to get him out whole like that, and it's nice to know the weight because. Like when I shot that blonde one, I sent it to my dad, you know, and the first thing he, he responds back is, what did it weigh? I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it weighed quite a bit as I had to pack it out of my back. Yeah. Uh, but I have no idea what it weighed. I'd probably guess it, you know. It's like a freaking piano yeah. that you got to move or furniture. I don't, I don't know what it's made of, yeah. but it's really heavy. <laughs> 220, 230, I don't know. Somewhere in there. That's probably about right for yeah. that bear. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was, well, then the, the one you... <laughs> Just shot was even bigger. Yeah, the, right? the spare this last weekend was incredible, and that was a, another awesome hunt. But like I said, in an unpressured area, flew out with a, a friend of ours and uh, got to hunt. You know, I got to hunt there last year too, and and he, you know, I went back this year, and it was the same shit as it was last year. Just absolutely silly. You know, we long flight, beautiful weather. Uh, got to see some wildfires from the air and fly through some thunderstorms and stuff, and we didn't we didn't even get to the cabin until after midnight and you know a lot of people would be like fuck i'm going to bed right yeah <laughs> like no <laughs> i'm going to hunt yeah so we pull up to the bait and there's a giant bear standing on it and uh we get to looking and you know, like you're talking with him like it's it's a nice bear you know we both agree and so kind of walking up to him try to shoot him you know might as well right one in the yeah. hands burn two in the bush and i just didn't feel comfortable with it the, the just he was moving a lot and I, I never could get a good angle and I fe- felt like I was rushing I'm like the hell with it let's just let's shoo him off you know and then I'll, yeah. I'll climb up in the stand and we'll be we'll be good to go it's like all right so he walks up shoes him away whatever he runs 40 yards and just looks at us 
I climb up in the tree, and when I climbed up onto the platform, I I noticed that there was like looked like rain or something on the platform. Not a lot, but a little. This is weird, you know. It was that wasn't like that last year. Yeah, and uh, it hadn't been raining. Um, so I, I sit down in the chair and I get my backpack out and you know I'm getting all my stuff situated. Meanwhile, uh, you know he's walking back to the four wheeler, but another bear just walked in, and uh, you know I got my bow on my lap and I'm all set. Maybe took like you know thirty seconds, forty five seconds to do all that, and uh, all of a sudden I hear some noise above me and I hear like water like dripping down like fucking rain or whatever i'm like what i look up sure as shit there's a bear 20 feet above me in my tree pissing like, on God, you I'm like you gotta be shitting me so i yell his name i'm like hey there there's a bear in this in my tree and he starts laughing <laughs> he's like what do you want me to do like i i don't know but like i, I can't even climb down because there's a bear on the bait we're like talking like 50 yards <laughs> apart finally I, I threw a stick at the bear on the bait she ran off I climbed, grabbed my shit, climbed down, walked back to the trail. It's not far. And uh, I'm just like, well, he'll come down now that he knows that I want to be there or whatever it was. So, And, and we had shooed the big bear off and yeah. the other one that had probably been fucking with him, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, he little bear climbs down. I walk back, climb up, get all situated, no problem. Bear immediately tries to come back up the same tree once I'm in there. And I'm shooing him away, you know, throwing shit at him, like, get out of here, you know, whatever. Like a, just an average little... Real small, like yeah. two or three-year-old, oh, like just gotcha. been kicked. I, probably the cub from, la, you know, two-year-old cub from the sow that was oh, on gotcha. the bait. yeah. And so she's chasing him off. The other bear obviously was too. So he climbs up another tree like 15 yards away, and he's there all night. He's in this, in this tree <laughs> from, you know, the time 1230 until, you know, three or four in the morning when I finally left. And, you know, he never came down until after I left. But uh, no, he came. He came down after I shot the bear. But uh, Sal was in there, and then all of a sudden, I look over my right shoulder, and the, here comes this big bear again, and he's walking in. And, the, and every bear that I've ever seen um, on that bait, probably twenty now in the last two years, and just in two nights of hunting, <laughs> mind you, they don't walk in. They're they're like they're bounding in. They're, they're not they're not coming in slow they're not they don't give a shit i mean they're 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 coming in with a purpose so he comes in chases that sow off and eats but he's facing away from me the whole time and i'm like yeah he's he's big but i want to be sure and so he left he also he just took off running um to the north and uh breaking all sorts of shit along the way i'm like there must be another good bear around here you know maybe i'll wait a little bit whatever uh and eventually uh, he came back in again i let him go again did it a third time and left, and then I'm like, yeah, he looked pretty good, but I, you know, I, anyhow, the fourth time he came in, I'm like, yeah, I think I'll shoot him. So you know, six or eight feet, I don't know, very yeah. close. The way that bait's set up, you're you're probably nine feet off the ground, maybe on huh. a little platform, and I mean, the bait is right in front of you. Is it kind of on a hillside or no? Nope, right next to a creek. So just you're a, just shooting straight down on them almost. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, you're, a, I mean. Yeah, you're very close though. I mean, it's it's comical yeah. how close you are. <laughs> so I'd shoot him, and he he ran 20 yards and died. Great bear. I waited a little bit to see if another one would come in. As soon as I shot him, the little one came out of the tree. So I guess I did him a favor. Yeah. But he he was leery. Like you know, he he'd walk over to the bait, grab something, quick run away, kind of like small bears mm-hmm. do. But I walked over to that bear and looked at his head. I'm like, man, he's fucking much bigger than Big what bear, i thought yeah. you know and kind of looking at his body and stuff i'm like it's a that's a hell of a bear and went back and got got my buddy and um 
went back and took care of him and yeah when we walked up you know he's like yeah that's that's it's a good bear yeah <laughs> oh so super happy with that bear that was no, that was a lot awesome. of fun and yeah you sent me the picture of that i'm like oh yeah like big old crease head you know that's like yeah. kind of just the sun like you don't see immature boars or with that. little bears with big crease heads you know no yeah, yeah so that was exciting it was uh it's just fun to hunt those kind of spots every once in a while and i know you know like i said a lot of people get to do it but we don't really get to do it too often no so I measured yeah. his skull last night after I cleaned it off, and it was 19 even. So it might yeah, shrink a little. Yeah, that's freaking big bear. Well, that's probably the bit the biggest black bear you've yep. killed, isn't it? Yeah. You were kind of snake bit on 17 on and bear. 15, 16. So like a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I remember what you. I don't know how many bears you killed, and you hadn't had one that made Pope and Young for, yet. For some, yeah. even like the first couple like brown bears, it's like <laughs> they're right there. Come yeah. on. Yeah. No, the yeah, the first brown bear I I shot didn't make Pope and Young. The second one made it. Grizzly bear made it, but killed I don't know, 15, 20 black bears and never could get one Pope and Young. I get I could shoot nice size body yeah. size ones, you yeah. know. And then there's other guys that we know, like mutual friends of ours that hunt the same area as I do and you know, it seems like every year they get, you know, 19 and 4, 19 and 6, you know, and Yeah, they well, ain't doing anything different. <laughs> I don't get bears that big, but like 18 you know like no, but most years if i'm after a, like a good black bear i can get an 18 yeah, yeah you know that one last year was over 19 yeah i was saying i haven't measured a, the, i haven't measured the bigger one i think this one will be 18 yeah i don't he's not going to be 19 but no i meant there's a few people that bait up there kind of where i do that we have mutual friends yeah. it seemed like every year they they are able to get a pope and young bear well the one guy he's like every pulling, year every, every year. year one or two pope and yeah. young bears like, yeah this year he shot a nice color phase um Mid nineteens as well, nineteen and two or nineteen and four, or something like that. Which it's a hell of a bear, and you know, I don't know what other people think about scoring bears or wanting to, but it's a it's a really good gauge of maturity for sure. Um, yeah. And if you want to shoot mature bears, like black black bears in particular, I mean, believe it or not, I mean it's it's a difficult animal to judge. Oh, very difficult. You're, yeah. You're, you're going off body size typically. You're going off pad size. You know, whatever. If you're well, able that, to know that the bear, the bear you're sitting on, that's the black bear killed with the stone point last year. Yeah. By the third time he came in, we were convinced he was like five feet. <laughs> right. Well, and, and he was weird. You know, over you know seven foot and nineteen inch skull. His pads were like four and a half inches across. Yeah. Yep. Which like the. Four and you three know, quarters is what is or, what you're looking for on a black bear pad, you know, a front pad. But yeah. four and three quarters is going to be, that's going to be a six and a half plus foot. Yeah, bear, see, typically. I guess I had always been told or thought it was the, the measurement plus one. And I don't believe that to be now, the After case. what I've seen, I no. don't I don't think it is. Well, in that camp last year, we had one, I, I saw the biggest black bear track I've ever seen behind camp was seven and a half inches across the pad. Well, that's, and we took a tape and measured it because yeah. it's in the mud back there, hundred percent of black bear track. Well, I don't doubt it. They're definitely around. You know, and that but, I mean that's an area where you you where it wouldn't be terribly surprising to see a giant one because sure. they're just there's there forever. Tons of bears and hardly nope. any pressure, but yep. and the pressure that is there just is such a drop in the bucket. The the guys in Canada that run those big outfits, and then even even guys up here that that know bears, you know, quite a bit. They're they'll tell you four and three quarter that's inch pad is number. that's a magic number. Yep, anything bigger than that, you better be <laughs> getting ready because yeah. that's a nice bear. So, anyhow, the yeah, uh, 
just incredible spring for how fast it went by and here we are what the 20 what 6th or something of june or 25th yeah. i don't know but this time i'm just relieved man list this time last year <laughs> i was not i don't know what i think it was the 24th that i lost that grizzly yeah so i was a freaking wreck this yeah. time last year no you can rest easy and we had a we had a, a great spring i think and Fuck, okay, I can't wait for July. Yeah. It, well, it's it's nice to, yeah. it's just nice to be able to relax a little bit because it's, it gets to be a grind when from, you know, May 10th through the end of June yep. when, when you're hunting hard and you're like, yeah. I mean, it's the season of like five hour energies and exactly. monsters <laughs> and gas station junk food and yeah. Yeah, and I'm working, you know, five yeah. days a week and then just hunting on the weekends Yeah, and Nick's stuff, actually and then... got a job. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it becomes, uh, it becomes you know, kind of burdensome after a while. But I love it, and we wouldn't do it if we didn't, and that's why we lose sleep is so we can make memories like we do. So. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you know, and like going back to just being willing to sit long, like some guys, like you tell them, well, for example, remember the the first grizzly you helped me drag out mm-hmm. that you came. You guys were I shot it at almost three o'clock in the morning, and I right. looked down, looked at my phone, and you had texted me like asked how it was going, and <laughs> and you were just heading back in from sitting and driving and driving. Yeah, several hours of each, <laughs> and uh, ended up coming down to meet me. But didn't the guy you had with you? Yeah. Like, he's still sitting and he was inexperienced at it yeah but, yeah yeah he had never hunted ever in his entire life you know, but yes he was very surprised to see that you were still sitting but i was like, like that's kind of what you got to do yeah well and especially for those grizzlies like it just i was talking to a guy the other day who was like i mean is like a killer of like killer of killers that like puts me to shame with a lot of stuff and he uh we were talking and, and grizzly bears came up and he's like, you know, I told him, I was like, yeah, I said, I'll sit all night. You know, you have to. And he was kind of interested. He's, it's kind of neat. Cause he, he just, he doesn't use a trail camera. He okay. just likes like, and he's one of the guys that gets into a real remote yep. area to bait. So they get ton of black bears, but he's like, come to think of it. I've always got grizzlies hitting my baits, but I've never seen, seen one. one. Yeah. I've never had him come in. Is he rifle hunting or bow hunting? Rifle hunting. So he's even probably set up. No, nah, he's set away? up pretty close. Okay. I mean, half the time, him, him, and the guy that that baits with him, half the time, you know, they're just doing it for fun. Like they, yeah. they don't have any need to kill any more bears. But they'll they'll take a bear off at a year, but yeah. just go out there to watch them and and keep them off the moose calves. You know. Tell you what, I I love bear meat, and we took a um, fried up some of the backstrap from the one I just killed on Saturday and had it on. Um, I well, actually had it on Saturday night, and fuck, it was good. It was so good. And we had those deals yeah. that you made off yours, and God, those were good, Yeah, too. I took that, and uh, I got one of those pellet grills. It's like, Mine's a camp chef, but I just freaking, I have yet to have a disappointing meal off that thing. Unreal. But I had parted out that bear that morning, and I've still got, well, I've got both my bear, my black bears parted out in the freezer. Yep. I wanted to see if I killed another one or whatever to just Do get it, it all, all at once. taken care of at once. And, but I, uh, kind of separated the back strap from the spine and just sawzalled right through all the ribs there. So you got the backs, you know, kind of like trying to do like the whole tomahawk. Oh cut yeah. Yep. And left, you know, half the rib cage on there and I cleaned up the bottom of those ribs, but threw it on the pellet grill. I can't remember what I did, like 
400 degrees or yeah. on high for like 10 minutes on each side and then stick the thermo- you know the thermometer in there and just turn it on smoke for like took another hour or so and it took it, a little while but god dang they I let turned it to get good. to like 170 or something and you cut it open and searing it like that it's still full of juice and, and it's, it was good and the inside is not you know leather you know it's, no, it's super like tender it, like it's like yeah should i be eating this but you know the thermometer didn't lie no you know, and i that's went to nice like thing. 175 or something yeah, like that's that that's 15 degrees more so you know damn well you're fine yeah it was <laughs> it's yeah. funny do it yeah after it's just what it what them how different it looks like yep cooked like that you know i was kind of like yeah We'll see here. It's been two weeks. I'm not getting any kinks in my neck yet. Exactly. But I, no, I, I, was, I, I flirt right with Bear. I flirt right at that 160 mark because I want to, you know, I like that yeah. r- rare taste or yeah. rare meat. But um, I have never had any problems, but that doesn't mean I won't. But I, I definitely use a thermometer every time I make bear yeah. meat because I don't. It's just not a sense. In, when you can, it's just not a sense. Right. In, in and I don't want it. well done game meat yeah I, I, I can't stand that so well, that's what i've i'm finding with this thing you know this new fancy grill is like no you know it's the temperature helps you bit you know not to overcook it yep too big time i mean i was doing i've done some sheep like sheep roasts basically or yeah. if you take a hunk of backstrap just a big chunk of backstrap and do that where you grill it on high on each side and kind of sear it and then turn it down to smoke and, and pop sit. the thermometer in there. And as soon as it hits 145 or whatever it is, pull it off there and yeah. let it sit. And it's like prime rib. Damn good shit. <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was really good. I'm going to, I know I'm going to take a couple of my bear hams and smoke them. Like try to do like a pulled pork Be damn with good. them. I've never done that before with Put those. the whole but thing on be, there? Oh yeah. Should be perfect. It might yeah. take 15 hours, but sure. start it at night and it'll. Yep. It'll be good, and then I need to get. I'll probably get the rest sausaged. Yeah, but yeah, it's pretty good. It's hard to believe it's over. Summers go so quick up here, man. They do, they do. But we did some dip nutting on the Chitna. Yeah, I was Chitna. I was bummed I couldn't make it. Yeah, or on the copper down in Chitna. We did that two weekends ago, and we had booked <clears throat> John's boat through Copper River Wild, and we had uh, six great friends like all together and fuck it was awesome oh yeah <laughs> it was really good well, it looks like the fishing at least from boats the fishing's been it's only getting john better knows what he's doing yeah so and I, I i've been on boats with john a lot and i've never um never i've never dip netted before i never was appealed by it you know yeah. like whatever i don't first of all i don't need 35 fish yeah well um, you guys just go down there and floss them yeah yeah, and I don't know how we how we how it works, but we end up with we end up with our you know a couple of fish every time. But you re, you can't sport fish north of Haley Creek, yep. so John's always just taking us down south where you can. And yeah, he floss well, he there. Down well, there, yeah. yeah, so it's worked. But um, I never never really cared to dip net, but you know this year I'm like, why don't we just get a group of guys together that want to go and want fish? And so we only went for two and a half hours, maybe at the most, and we caught. Two landed two kings, lost a third king, and then we I think we brought in seventy five or eighty reds just in you know two yeah. and a half hours, and and that's like that was kind of fucking around too. It wasn't yeah. like if I you know it wasn't like serious. Const- yeah, it was not serious yeah. at all. We were having fun, so it was good. And last couple of days he's been telling me that you know people are limiting out left and right, which is that says a lot because in five hours you got six people on your boat or five people on your boat it's with a lot different of fish. Am- different yeah. amounts of limits each and different you know? skill level, you know, right? Because so. it's you know it's not 
Like you got to be a genius to pick up on that, but it's yeah. there's some like little yeah. bit of finesse for some of those reds anyway. Yeah, he he says he has to you know tell a lot of people over and over to keep your net straight up and down. You know, yeah. like they'll get lazy, and I can understand why because it's hard. You know, when you're doing it over and over and over again, you know, you're rubbing, you know, your legs are getting sore or whatever yep. your arm. Yeah. But uh, he's the way he has it set up. You, you, I don't think you can find a better setup. You are drifting absolutely perfectly straight, straight down the river in a good, you know, a good yeah. area, and you know, everybody. Every single person, you know, three on each side, you're all catching fish, not just the person that's yeah, first, yeah. right? So, uh, you, and you can feel the bottom, so you just keep it right there. But, you know, he, a couple of the people on the boat had dip netted before, uh, and uh, it only took us one or two passes, and we were just catching Laying fish every time. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah it's been way too long since I've been down there. It's beautiful. Well, I started down there. going to a Fognac every summer, right? And then, like, That'll spoil you. I'm kind of, I love, I I do love fishing. Yeah. Well, maybe I'm kind of like you where I like catching. <laughs> I'd much rather catch a fish than go than fishing. Then just go. I mean, I, I, and yeah. you say that, I, I do have to admit, like, I'm pretty spoiled. I was fish crazy when I was a kid. Like, my parents got pictures of me, like, casting my bobber in mud puddles and stuff, literally. <laughs> yep. And I was all about it when I was a kid and down in Colorado, and the fishing was just horrible. Yeah. And I didn't know no better. You know, go out and catch like two 14-inch rainbows. That was a good day. <laughs> now I'm like, fuck, if I don't got a fish in the first couple casts, it's time to go somewhere else. Time exactly. to pull anchor. Yep. You know, but I don't know. I'm kind of a a burnout. Like, like I, I, how do you say it? Like, I'll go on, usually like we go on a couple big trips or whatever trips or be. whatever and just freaking slaughter them yeah and get burnout on fishing <laughs> and be good for the next year absolutely that's how fognac was you know you go out there you know you go snag reds in the salt water or just go halibut, limit out on halibut and lingcod and all that stuff and it's just like you could literally sit there and catch fish all day long it's fun until like, your arms fall off that would be fun so a few days of that and i'm like <laughs> i'm good Yep. Yeah, he's been doing real well the last couple of days, so it's only going to get better. And yeah, so July, I, we'll do a little fishing in July. It'd be nice to go pike fishing at least one weekend in July. Yeah, if we can, I'd like to. Figured out. I, uh, we're going to go do some do some leisure camping, which will be kind of a nice strange thing for me nowadays. <laughs> My wife and I were talking about like I can't remember the last time I went camping to go camping. Yeah, it's normally like all right. What's the bare minimum I need to go get this other shit done? Yep. And it's too far to come back, so I'll just I'll sleep in my truck or sleep on a small the night, tent you know, or whatever. Yeah, set up a tent or like, yeah, you know, I'm camping cheap hunting because I have to camp cheap hunting. <laughs> yeah, you know, not no, that it, not that it's not fun and it's not fun to like go right s- stay out in the woods and whatnot. It's fun. I just like usually the way I am. I'm just so like. Whether it's goal oriented, you know, it's like there's, there's a reason there's why be you're a doing reason it. I'm here yeah. doing this. <laughs> I agree. You know, I don't like do the the freaking Alaska campground tour right every summer. I, I don't mind go. No, I don't do any of that shit. Um, but I I don't mind you know camping. We go fishing or yeah. camping. You go hunting or stuff. And truthfully, I can't remember the last time that I really it's went like let's camping. go camping this yeah. weekend, guys. Now that I got kids, it's like going to be fun for no, them. No, it'd be do it'd stuff. be great. Absolutely. Yep. And there are a lot of cool campsites in Alaska, uh, but I can't imagine not 
like planning a camping trip around going fishing or yeah you know going hunting. like we're going here i can't remember the what day it is or what day we're going yep. but here pretty soon we're gonna be, <laughs> we're gonna go and and uh, it's a it's a good spot like kids will get to fish a little bit and yep. take the canoe for a little spin and it's be fun relatively not gonna have to worry about dropping one of them in the drink and, no they'll love it yeah yeah it should be good and then uh sheep season's gonna be upon us before it, we know it. it won't be long no i think july will go by slow like it usually does because we were so excited for august i hope so man yeah I, the past couple of years like i sound bad because when i say i don't i haven't been getting excited for sheep hunting i just like been too busy to be excited and then <laughs> And then I get like sick to my stomach for about three or four days before I go, and like about to puke when I'm like getting out of the truck. And <laughs> I, I, then, then as I soon as I'm like, as soon as I'm in there, though. I'm like, yeah. oh, I think about it every day. Yeah. Well, I I, I definitely think about it every day, but I I'm not getting wound up about it. I got uh, yeah. I just I know what you're saying. I understand exactly what you're saying. I I certainly think about it often, but I I just don't let it wind me up. But I promise you, like two or three days before I go. I, I don't know if you get this way, but I get like, I don't get stressed. I just get super ornery about two or three days out. Like, <laughs> I, it, no, like little shit starts to piss me huh. off because I'm, I, you know, I want to stay like, I'm trying to get all my shit and together. Focused and on focus on that. Yeah. But yeah, I get, and Steph brings it up to me all the time. She's like, what do you, yeah, have you, kids? you need to get the hell out of here and go hunt <laughs> or something. Yeah. You, you don't have time to do that. That's right? funny. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know if I get like that. I, I, use, I, I remember, like, there was a day, like, years ago, I would already have a gear pile going <laughs> for yeah. sheep hunting in August. Well, when, when, yeah, but when I, I think the benefit of going every year and knowing the stuff that we know and um, understanding what we need to bring and everything, yeah. like, that, that the level of needing to pack and repack and pack and repack, like some of these guys do on these forums, like, yeah. they're fucking nerding out over what they need to bring for elk hunting in September, and it's fucking, you know, May or June or whatever, yeah. like... When you, when you're doing it every year, I mean, I I'm I pack the day before. I pack one time, and that's it. You sometimes I, I'll, I'll do. I usually get two. Like I'll 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 lay I'm, all I'm my shit out. I'll lay all my shit out, but I won't put I'll, it in my backpack. <laughs> see, I'll lay it all out, and then I'll go through it and be like, ah, I don't really need that. Don't really need that. Yeah, and I understand. I, <laughs> and then and then I'll pack it, and I'll be like, ah. And I'll usually do one repack. Okay. The past couple of years, and that, there's nothing wrong with that. That's not that's not as bad as what some people are doing. But I mean, like last year, I did pretty good. I had 15 days of food. Yep. And my rifle, and I was like 63 pounds or something like that. It was actually pretty good for 15 days of food. The only thing that really changes uh, out of like my gear the past couple of years has been what I'm bringing for food. It has. Yeah. I am. I am taking the same fucking sleeping bag, the same yep. tent, the same every all the little shit that I need. You know that I know I need. Yeah. Clothing wise, whatever. It's same basic shit. Yeah. Once you go through enough years of accumulating all that yeah. stuff, like it, and just go in the closet, grab what I need, and that's that's it. You know. And, and just it. the experience of knowing. Like you can, like fine. I'll think through, right? Just the way I do things, you know. When I'm thinking, like actually getting gear together, I start. I used to do the same thing when I was in high school and playing football. I'd or going on a football trip, like packing my bag. I start at my feet and work my way up or whatever, you know. Thinking like, <laughs> all right, do I have my, you know, socks and right underwear it's... and pants and shoes? And then, you know, I used to do football. I'd throw everything in this big duffel bag, 
get it all packed, throw it all back out on the locker room floor <laughs> and pack it all again to make sure. Because I literally have dreams about forgetting shit, like doing. Wow. I can't remember the last time, but lit, you know, it hadn't been that long. I still occasionally have like dreams that I'm like showing up to a high, like to play a high school football game. <laughs> And Even, I, and I'm forgetting my stuff, or I've had lots of dreams where I I'm like all of a sudden I'm just like out sheep hunting in the mountains, and I forgot like something super important like my boots or. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's never really bit me in the ass back in like last minute. I I've even done it for deployments. Of uh, just like I I know I have everything I yeah. need, and I you know. The, well, I'll go the, through like what do I need to do during a day? Get up, cook. You know, needs glass, some to eat with, stay cook, warm, glass, yeah, sleep, drink water, yeah. What, what I mean, and uh, it's fun to to think about and look at all the different options you can take. And, and I, I usually I, tweak a couple things every, every year, you yeah. know. And I understand people really really like the anticipation of the hunt, and truthfully, the anticipation of a hunt lasts a hell of a lot longer than the hunt itself. Yeah, so that, that, and it's that's way good. less painful, yeah, right? <laughs> But I anticipate going on a hunt, you know, for many months prior to yeah. doing it. But I, I don't, I don't get into the, you know, I don't stress out about what to take or whatever. Just whatever. Yeah. We're well, most of the, the stuff, anything I've forgotten, I've been, you know, didn't matter. Could make it without. Sure. And then it's like, yeah, do I really need to bring that anyway? I switch up food though a lot. You know, trying. Yeah. To know every year, I, and hopefully, I'll actually carry through with it this year. I need to get going. I. There's a few things I want to, like... What are you going to do? I could always do better on food, like, you know, get stuff, like, more like those, like, bobo bars you ever had. I took like, those last year. Those they were fucking awesome. Yeah, a few but of the I, flavors I, are pretty good. I always just wait, and then... Just go to REI. They have Yeah, there. I know. I it's hate buying easy. stuff from REI. Me but too, but they're convenient for some shit, and I, I? I'm not going to not fucking do did it. I, Where, yeah. Do we live in Fairbanks? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so we have Amazon, it's or we have like REI? We, yeah, it's not like we have the, <laughs> we don't the luxury have, of... no. We don't. If somebody else Actually, could tell I heard me where that to Whole buy Whole Foods store has a bunch I, of good stuff. I went to Whole Foods uh, two weeks ago. Or the with, Sunshine. With it's exactly where I went. It yeah. wasn't Whole Foods, but you know the what I fucking mean. Yeah. yeah. I went there and we bought, um, this is pretty funny, we bought like some um, scallions. We bought like some some lettuce, and this is all because I went to the farmers market first. I said, Stephanie, I want BLTs today. I just got some awesome bacon from my neighbor. It's the best fucking bacon I've ever had. I'm huh. like, I want BLTs. Let's go to the farmers market. Let's see if they got any vegetables. Whatever. We go there. It's all fucking food trucks. There huh. ain't a goddamn place selling vegetables. <laughs> like, what kind of food? What kind of like fucking farmers market only has food trucks? <laughs> so I left there quite uh, mad. Like, I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. Well, maybe, like, this is stupid. I don't know. Maybe the veg. They start it too early. The I vegetables understand. haven't like come in yet. Yeah, I got to thinking. I'm like, well, yeah, we. But are still, up that's here. pretty lame. It's it was just funny to me. If anything yeah. else, every time I've ever went to a farmer's market, there's at least vegetables there for sale, right? Yeah. So we went to the that health food place or whatever, and we got some good shit. But fuck, was it expensive? We only huh. bought a couple things. We left there with like one little grocery bag, and it was thirty five bucks. And yeah, I mean, with they me did have a whole aisle of different bars though. Um, I would probably, I'd probably look there, I guess. Well, that's the thing that's tough, man, because you like to like support local businesses and what, but then when it's like, well, it's well, why Amazon's taking over the world because it's like, uh, it'd be so much easier and cheaper just to get it. Yeah. Get and it we, this way. And like, you know, you, a lot of people have, if you shop at REI, then you have your REI dividend. And if you yeah. buy enough shit at REI each year, that dividend is well, well, High enough, you know, whatever, yeah. money-wise, to go in there and get you enough bars to last you for a 10, 12-day hunt. Yeah. 
And so I usually just end up using my dividends. Did I ever tell you the story where the like um, the REI story where me and Frank were in there? It was a few years ago. We were getting ready to go sheep hunting. Go in there and, you know, the pro bars. Oh, yes, I do. That they're they're nice. They're pretty compact, They're but they're super calorie dense. Yeah. They're like I've, I've seen five, 600 them. calories. Yep. They're not too bad. Anyway, we're walking through there and I see, well, I think this is all the same trip. So it was not freaking a great trip to Aria. <laughs> <laughs> well, it ended up being okay, but we... uh so Frank was looking for puffy pants. This is before and after he got a set, then I copied him <laughs> on the next hunt. And, but anyway, so he asked this girl, like, like, I'm looking for some synthetic, I think he said like synthetic down pants, like puffy. Sure. She's like, well, what are you talking about? You know, I was like, no, like puffy, like pants that are like stuffed with down, like down, but I want synthetic like well if we had anything like that it would be over here you know and whatever or i can't i can't remember exactly how it went but the the only thing i do remember is she's like well what do you need those for he's like so i don't freeze my ass off (laughs) what what does it matter you know she's like being i probably shouldn't say it no i know know what the word i'm thinking of yeah anyway so frank's like finally he's just like fine i'll go to frontier and, and i'll go somewhere else and see and then we're walking off she's like well i don't know where you're gonna find those like what did you what do you freaking care <laughs> and we walk away down the aisle and i'm like man what up yeah and i turn around she's like right behind us so anyway we go over to like the little food section and there's you know out on the end of the aisle big rack with all these pro bars and it says 99 you know on sale 99 cents pro Cheap. bars and they're normally like four dollars. Yeah, so cheap. I'm like, whoo, like raking. You know, I can't remember how many I bought. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so we go to check out and throw. Uh, and the the girls at the counters ringing stuff up, and we're all like already in a bad mood. She's ringing stuff up, and I can't remember if I said to Frank or he said to me. He's like, "Are you seeing what those are ringing up at? You know, full price, like four three ninety nine or whatever." I'm like, uh, I was like, I don't know if it like kicks in afterwards, but those pro bars are like 99 cents. He's like, no, they're not. I'm like, well, I'm telling you, like the sign says on sale pro bars, 99 cents. And well, I don't know where you saw that. Like it's right there. And you hear like, they got these stupid little radios you know, for it to team <laughs> communication, whatever. <laughs> and, uh. So, you know, oh, could you check this? And well, there was like, Frank was checking out next to me and it was a dude and you hear like, did you hear that? And then she was like all mad and well, fine. And, you know, I got them for 99 cents. Was it a mistake on their part or what? What's the big uh, deal? I don't know. It's like, they don't it sound like they're fucking paid. No, it's not it's, like they, it it's not like they're, that. not like they're getting commission on, <laughs> no shit. on interview bars. I don't know. It was just like. Could have just been everybody in the store was having a bad day. Yeah, but, that happens. You know, but yeah, it was just a, that was very memorable. Like, I can't say I've had a bad experience. There. I remember they, which I, it doesn't surprise me. They, one year for the archery club, the banquet, like, you know, a lot of businesses will donate stuff for, for the okay. archery banquet. And they, uh, I think they told, they told their, like, the lady was going around and, and kind of talking to business they told her oh well you got and it's just archery club it's not not even bow hunting 
you know, a lot of bow hunters, but it's just an archery club. And uh, said something about like, oh, well, you know, we're not going to donate anything because our values don't agree with your club or something like that. And this was an employee or was this a manager or something I like that? I think it was a manager. It's like our values don't. And anyway. So. I'm well aware of their stance <laughs> on things, but um, I, you know. I still buy stuff there occasionally too. Sometimes just, I need something like you need a sleeping pad last minute. Where do you go? Well, you got you got the other place in town that's overpriced, or you have REI where if you break it, bust it, whatever, you can bring it back. I've, I've yeah. replaced many sleeping pads that have, you know valve broke or whatever. Yeah. Take it back in there, and get it fixed. I don't I don't buy boots or clothing or anything like that there. But yeah, well, if I need tent stakes, where am I going to go? That's kind of what I. If yeah, I need shit, you know, thing. food, you know, like backpacking food or. Um, you know, well, Sentry, and I guess for any, I mean, local but, folks, Sentry Hardware, well, it's Frontier Outfitters, which Sentry Hardware is downstairs. Right. They, they uh, almost, like the last couple of years or I don't know how many years, seems like usually in the fall, late summer, fall, they have their mountain houses on sale for like, you buy six or more and get 20% off. Oh, that'd be good to know. So for guys like me that sure. don't make your own food and just go buy mountain yeah, house, like, <laughs> that's what I do. Pretty good deal, and they're that ain't bad. I kind of like support, you know. They are buying stuff local. from them. They, I was, I've been pretty impressed. It used to be, I don't know if it may have been before your time. Here. What did they have? It well, it was just downstairs, and it was just Century Hardware, but they always had like a pretty for a hardware store, like a pretty decent sporting goods um, section. They always had good stuff, and then they. uh was it Sportsman's moved in, Sportsman's Warehouse, and I was like kind of thinking, oh, well, they're probably going to go tits up. But they freaking stepped up. They took that upper floor and like they've got a really good, expanded good their sporting goods. They've got, you know, I buy a lot of stuff there. They've got a lot of. I go there first well, and if like I the think clothing, they'll have it. The clothing side, like they usually have some pretty good deals. Yeah. I haven't know. I haven't looked at their clothing side much, but I know that it's, it's ample. I mean, it's a big, it's a big well, section. Well, they got all kinds of like mountain hardware and Arc'teryx Same and stuff like other. that. And like yeah. I bought, I think my, my puffy pants before I got these Kafaru, these mythical Kafaru pants finally, <laughs> um, the, the set of puffies I had, I think I got there for like 60, on sale for like 60 Cheap. bucks or something, and I used them for, since 2015. You take them with you every time? Shit, yeah, I do. When do you wear them? Screw around, I wear them mostly glass, you know, I don't wear them all the time, but there's been a lot of times where you're just sitting on a ridgetop glass and in the wind, it doesn't even have to be that cold for you. You know, if you're stuck there for a couple hours, you freeze your ass off. Hmm. I've got two pairs. I've you, got you a, never wear them though. I took a pair one time to Kodiak, and I just wore them around camp in the evening with long johns. And well, they that's were, freaking was, nice. Yeah, it was nice, but we had a base camp, but they never went in my backpack. But none of your backpack. Never. Once you've ever worn them? No, I didn't until I started, and I'm never going to not. Bring I've got them. the uh, Mountain Hardware compressor pants, which are synthetic, and then yeah. I've got the the First Light puffy pants as well, which are synthetic and. Yeah, I've I, heard those are pretty good puffy pants. The they're comfortable. They're nice. Yeah, they're uh, full zip. I mean, everything you'd want in a pair. Yeah, that's you got to have full zip. Right. I like the Kafara ones too because they got that Kadora on there in the spots the, where you're yeah, gonna the, break them, the you know, ass rip and them, the knees. Yeah, which is important. I mean, and they're they're a heavier duty than the Marmot ones I have. Are they're nice? Like they work, but they're pretty fragile. 
compared to these ones. These ones are going to be way warmer, oh, super too. Super burly. Be like wearing a freaking marshmallow <laughs> man sleeping bag. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't ever do that. I sometimes I'll grab my sleeping bag and glass in that or something, but I've never never worn the pants. And it's not that I don't know that I would be comfortable with them. It's just more shit to throw in my pack. It's not that much more shit though. It's more shit. It's, it's not that much more. You just stick your puff. You, you know, wad up your puffy pants and your your spacesuit sits on top in your backpack. <laughs> yeah. And then you you stop the glass and it's you just rip that thing out and stick it on and I. I never I used. To, I never even owned a pair till Frank bought that pair, and I was freezing my ass off in the snow, and he was warm and freaking toasty. So after that, I was like, "F this! I'm getting, I'm giving some puffy pants." And then I was, I, you know, then we went that September yeah. sheep hunt, and I was glad I had them. I'm not saying I wouldn't enjoy them, um, but throw a puffy jacket on, and I I typically always wear uh, long underwear. See, I never, I I can't, I get too hot hiking in them. I'll yeah, just, I mean, unless it's really cold, I get too hot and long johns. I think the the way I quit, I quit even bringing them. The the, <laughs> the way that my uh, hunts typically transpire is I start out in pants when yeah. I'm for the hike in, just whatever pants I'm wearing. That night, I take those pants off and I throw on long underwear to sleep in. Okay, and then typically it's fucking raining the next morning. So what do I do? I put on my rain pants, and then. I don't ever take the fucking rain pants off unless I sleep. It never stops raining, <laughs> right? So I just unzip them, you know, because there's it's going to rain throughout the day, so you can unzip and let them vent. And I end up sitting in my rain pants the majority of the time. If it gets nice at all, I'll throw my my wool pants back on or well, whatever I'll make sure I got. Not freaking good it's funny with you, <laughs> son of a bitch. Well, like last year, everybody's got their own little system. Last year, you were te- you know. You, I don't know when you you like inreached me. You're like, oh, we found. I think we found a good one. You know, I'm, all right. Well, I'm waiting day after day. I'm like, why have you guys not killed this thing yet? <laughs> Can't see him. Oh, it's too, just too rainy. You know. Well, I've been on a couple of those, but yeah, rain and snow. It's just fucked. But yeah, that's tri- typically you know whether it be goat hunting. I, I look back you know on on a lot of mountain hunts, and I always that's kind of exactly how it goes. You know. Just huh. fucking long underwear into rain pants and then you unzip the sides and yeah it's see perfect. i've never i just i guess i've got it good because i <laughs> you know i've seen some pretty shit weather but i it's just not been that bad it's not always that bad dr frank is oh i wonder if he's screwing with us he says other now I'll just show you this text. I don't want to blow it out if it's true. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just weird. Because, I mean, like, I've seen some serious shit weather, but I can't I, think of the the majority of hunts. You know, you get a couple bad weather days, sometimes more, some more than others, but there's never been a hunt that I've just, like, lived in my rain gear. At least the bottoms. I'm not saying the oh, tops. The bottoms. But the, huh. the rain gear bottoms, if you unzip the sides, you know, you're comfortable. You got long underwear on. It's fucking just fine. It's, mm-hmm. But I'm not taking Helly Hansen typically either. I'm wearing, you know, lighter first well, light actually, stuff. I, or, took the, I took the Sitka stuff last year. It's got they full sent side it zips. Me, and I mean, like, I, it's, it's, I, I'm conflicted. It was the Sitka Stormfront stuff. Yeah. Like four breathable rain gear, it's nice fucking rain gear. I've got a friend. I'm conflicted with the that, price uh, because. Oh, well, you want to talk about price? Because I would not. Yeah. I, I could. I would not spend my money on it because I don't have that much freaking money. 
to to just like blow on rain gear. I'm like I I've used Heli Hansen long enough. It's more waterproof. So it doesn't breathe, but let me. <laughs> Go it ahead. doesn't breathe, <laughs> but like it's just freaking solid, dependable rain gear, and I can get a set for two hundred bucks. Trash the shit out of it for two years. Buy a new pair. You know, if you use rain gear hard on any of these, I don't care what it is, you're gonna wear it out. You will. I can't afford to spend eighteen hundred dollars, or not eighteen. 800 bucks or so, you know, every other year Most on rain gear. Can't. I just, I just can't, no. but I, I, anyway, so it's like, it is what it is. It's good. It's good stuff. But my friend got the new, uh, cryptic stuff that just came out and he's been See, testing I've, it and the price tag on that shit, like most people are going to take a loan out for it. Geez. I think the pan, I think, uh, I, I have this probably wrong, but either the pants or top is 800 and the other one's like 400. It's like twelve hundred bucks for the set, and but he said that it's the best ranger he's ever used as well. Huh. I wonder if it's similar because I keep hearing about that Arcteryx like Leaf, like their military rain gear or something like that. Like could be some of the guys, you know, some of the the chatter. At least people that I would say know what they're talking about say it's really say it's really top I just stuff. found it odd that cryptic came out with the most expensive rain gear because yeah. a lot of their other stuff is prices is, is about you know it's mid price it's not it's not low but it's it's not as high as say first like kuyu sitka stuff yeah. like that you know it's a, well there for a while especially like early on i mean i haven't fo- i just don't care so i don't follow yeah. most of that stuff like i couldn't you know everyone has their own like all the names for like the clothing lines is like people rattle that, that shit. shit off. I'm like, dude, looks like a shirt to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I'm I, like, what, well, what, you know, what, what are you wearing? Do, what hoodie do you have? It's like some fancy name for a freaking hood. It's, yeah. It's like, oh, it's a, fle- it's a fleece it's with a, a hood. I don't fucking a, know. Yeah. No, I, I know the but, names of a lot of the stuff from First Light, well, but beyond yeah. that, I don't know shit. Anyway, but <laughs> well, a lot of their stuff, at least early on, I'm just saying, I, I don't follow, so I don't keep up with it. No need to. You know, a lot of a lot of cryptic stuff seemed like it was pretty chintzy. I think that was the first impression a lot of people got. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, I mean, I've, I've heard, you know, at least seen and heard that like a lot of that has a lot changed. Of it, I bet. It, I mean, and it was either change or be irrelevant. And yeah. So maybe maybe they are, but it doesn't matter what they make. I'm probably yeah. won't ever wear it. But that's well, I fine. mean, you I don't just don't. To. I just don't care on the camo no. thing. I mean, it just doesn't matter no. that much. No, I like solids. Um, but or, back but yeah, to the so rain, that rain gear. gear. Yeah, that shit's expensive. Yeah. Well, back to the rain. You know. So I, I got that set, and I finally was like, "Well, I'm going to use it." Well, one one time on a couple, it was like. Well, it was that turn and burn. I only had three days, and I mean, I walked a shitload of miles, but spent that whole day, and it was like a Cabell, like a Cabela's Gore-Tex stuff, and it, I'd done like this leakage testing, and it did better than the other than shit. all the other stuff, and it did, it did fine until you start hitting the wet alders. Nothing other than Helly Hansen or rubber is going to work yeah. when you're going through wet alders, anyway, and that shit sucks. It, yeah, it and that like was like so- right at the end, though. But this, the sickest stuff I took last year, I just, you know, it rained for two, I walked for two days in the rain going in and it was, I just stripped down like a t-shirt and underwear underneath it and managed to stay, you know, I had, I took more breaks just so I didn't get overheated because I'm so hot and I'll like, I'll sweat no matter what, but it, it was definitely more comfortable to hike in than like, than Heli Hansen stuff. Yeah, I've I've done a bunch of hunts in just fucking rain pants and merino bottoms and it seems to be all right. I, shit, I don't know. <laughs> hey, everybody's got their 
can't it's argue com- with results, I guess. Comfortable. I don't know. It might not be the. Yeah, I just quit carrying, quit carrying long johns because I don't ever. I like the only time I would ever wear them is sleeping in them. It, it just it was. It's like even if I wore them under my pants for glass and it wasn't warm enough, it wasn't as warm as just having puffy pants that I can pop on. There's no way that long johns are going to be as warm as puffy well, pants. Well, no, Absolutely but not. I, I but. found myself still being cold. It's like when, you know, when I late in the game discovered puffy jackets. Those are fucking money. Yeah, you I know, don't like, go anywhere Because I used that. to try, I used to have like a t-shirt, long sleeve shirt. Um, Soft shell was like jacket. A, like, a sw- like a heavy, like wool blend or synthetic like fleece type of shirt and then uh uh, like a soft shell and rain gear and even you know been a lot of trips or even all that bundled up it's just not enough where you know all it basically lets me eliminate the soft shell and extra sweatshirt and whatever extra sweatshirt yeah i mean it just eliminates that it's quick and you end up being warmer than you like it would have been with all your shit on before. Yeah, like a good merino layer, a fleece sweatshirt of some sort, or as you know, like a, a fleece something yeah. lightweight, uh, puffy rain jacket. Yeah, and that's pretty that's much it. it. And then, yeah, and then pants. Yeah, I'll just go. I'll just go one pair of pants and the whole time be done and with puffies. It. Yep, the puffies. Eh, maybe I'll try it. I, I've had opportunities where it would have worked out really well, or you know, like. The reason I brought them to Kodiak because I figured I'd be glassing all day. Yeah. And then I, and we did from camp, so I was just wearing them in camp. And I'm not yeah. saying they weren't nice. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't really... Uh, well, and maybe, I mean, sometimes, like, you know, you get a, a really lightweight set that may not be quite as warm overall, but they're light enough to where you'll carry them all the time. And, and they're going to be know. better than nothing. Once you just get used to... Th- keeping them in the top of your backpack and throwing them on if you're going to be sitting there for a couple hours, three hours glass in, in the wind. I'm sure they're nice. It definitely boosts the morale a and little bit. Truthfully, no, our, my pack ends up being pretty light. I don't think that another half pound or whatever the hell they weigh, what, 12 ounces, whatever it might be. I mean, a good pair of... What, what, I mean, that's... Is that just pretty you light? Would carry, you would carry an extra beer with you, wouldn't you? I would carry an extra <laughs> beer. I would carry, you know, that much extra water in a heartbeat. Yeah. So, good point. Yeah. yeah, I I usually end up end up end up way too overstuffed to be work be fiddling with like oh, a few ounces here or there. No, take the shit that works. I don't care what it weighs. Yeah, but yeah, I'm ex I'm excited. I still have some preparation left to do. I've been shoot, well, shooting pretty good. Yeah, so. after watching you tonight, I I'm I am thoroughly impressed. I cannot I <clears throat> anybody listening, they might think I'm full of shit cuz I'm Tyler's friend. But what I saw tonight was on fucking real. I mean, we started out at 35 yards. I'm not hitting the target or hitting Well, you the weren't ass. even using your bow. Well, you yeah. were shooting one of mine. Good point. I was just shooting to shoot and watch him and 35 yards he's just dropping him in this bare target like all all shots in the 10. Then back up to 50, It looks it's in the woods, so it looks like 60, but it's 50, and he's fucking dropping them in there into the sheep target. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, it, yeah, it was really good, really, really awesome to see. And then we backed up to 70, and he shot four arrows, and the three that missed the target were absolutely perfect line, no issues left or right, um, just like uh, they just missed a, a touch high or a touch low, and then the last one was right in the heart. Well, like, I, well, the, yeah, the first two were high, 
I changed my excuses. I changed my grip. I did get like a totally different style of grip that Just I think is going to today that's going to work. Well, I don't. I that's neither here nor there. Well, the, the ones the, high were tu- almost like three they were touching. Apart. They're yeah. perfect shots. Like I said, left and right. You wouldn't have wanted them left or right of where they were, and then yeah. you just like fuck. You're shooting seventy yards. You're aiming point on. That's that's a tall order. But yeah. once you figure it out where to be, yeah, you fucking nailed it. And for anyone wondering, seventy yards is a long fucking shot. Yeah. <laughs> Even with a compound, that's a long shot. Yeah, so that was pretty cool to see. I mean, that at least that part of it. I'm feeling pretty good because I, what, you know, a year ago, whenever I'm like, all right, next year's the year. You were talking like 50. Yeah. I was thinking if I can be confident to 50 yards under good circumstances, then that. It's, this is not to say that you're going to shoot one at 70, but you, you, you will have the, the, if you continue to shoot the way you are, you you can feel confident knowing that if you cannot get closer and this is it, this is the only option you're going to have. It's it's definitely on the table if everything yeah. is perfect. Yeah, I mean, but you probably not, not going to need not that. to totally say ethics schmethics, <laughs> but uh, that's like you know, depend, uh, you. Every, everything depends on circumstance right. and whatnot. But I'm like, but it's up to if, you to if decide. It, if it happened like that, and it's like, well, every freaking shot I can just use shot after get to the, if I can get to the point where I do, I'm at a range where whether it's 40, 50, 60, 70, where shot after shot after shot. I can drop in there. Well, what I what I, I really be. found interesting and uh, quite phenomenal about what you just showed me was, like, a, and I've said it twice already, but you were not off left and right. So no. it was inside a ten ring, right? Your width, I you, think. Your 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 like the the form that you have and and everything that you've you've done the past several months. You're not you're not missing a body's length left or right like a lot of people at seventy yards would be yeah. doing. Your your arrow is flying absolutely where you want it to, and it's just like adjusting uh, distance. Yeah, and, and so that tells me that your your shit is together pretty fucking tight. <laughs> yeah, <And laughs> like you're, you're well at seventy yards. You know, I mean, I don't know this. I don't not to like to it's not to toot the horn or anything, but just at seventy yards, I'm finding and why I like shooting at long distance like that with a stick bow, man, like any difference in tension or draw length, anything like that, like it is the difference in feet. Absolutely. At that range. And shit, that starts at 40 or 35, yeah. truthfully. Yeah. Uh, so, so it's, I mean, it, it's I, could, I, could, I could plug one at 15 yards and not regret all the practice at long. Oh, no, what? No, hell know. no. Be prepared. You're, yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you're doing great. And it, you're, you're, Definitely, you're definitely making strides in the right direction when it comes to being extremely proficient. Uh, I don't think you could have done that the way that you were shooting a year ago. Oh, never. I would have been, I was like, You'd, I would be happy to hit it, it, you know, I don't know, a year ago if I was at my best, but like back, you know, when we were shooting a ton of 3D and okay. setting up really tough courses, like what we, you know, yep. maybe this is just rehashing the conversation I just had with Matt, but you know, we would, because you and I did most of the setting up, and we'd set up, I think, even on league nights, we'd set up at least one or two 40 to 45-yard shot for the trad yeah, stakes. made it fun. Yeah. <laughs> They're used to looking for their arrows anyhow. What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we, uh, but, like, I would be, like, happy to hit foam on a average, you know, on, on a regular-sized target at that distance. I'd be like, all right, yeah, not, you know, hit foam. It was We're impre- winning. It's just a different. It was impressive, and I I know that you'll keep shooting and keep. You're just going to get better because that's just the person you are. Determined, so 
Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. If, I mean, if, you, if you can go out there and you can be super confident to 50-plus yards, I mean, with enough time, why, why, couldn't, why, you, why couldn't you get it done? Yeah. It definitely ups the odds from from being stuck at, at 20, you know. The big I mean, difference. The, the difference, you know, getting rifle range, getting 200 yards to – 75 or under is going to be exponential, you know. That's going to be hard, too. It's going to be hard, but getting from there to, you know, 15, like 20, where 15, 30. 20 is like just exponentially more difficult. Right. You know, well, even like Troy last year, you know, I was talking to him. So he's killed a couple, killed a couple really nice rams with his recurve. And everyone I've talked to that's done it say is like, the yeah, sheep the sheep to have up. to the sheep has to mess up and do something for you when you're that close. Cause like every everybody I've talked to is like when you're inside that like under a hundred yards type of deal, it's like they just the balls know in their court. They're 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 you're not gonna stay undetected for too long. Balls in their court, they need to make a mistake. I know a couple really good spot and stock hunters that, that say that too, you know, and you talk to me. Well, like how, Joan, you know, like well, Jonah, I'm assuming you're. Well, no, I'm talking about some other guys, but they um, they're really good spot and stock on whitetails, mule deer, stuff like that. Even elk in open country, and and, yeah. and their 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 game is get within a hundred and let them make a mistake. Gotcha. Get within a hundred, sit there, wait as long as you can. But uh, you know, Jonah's a hell of a hunter too, and he he, he was sheep. You know, he he said he's told me several times you'll make a ton of stocks on the same ram and. Try different ways and back, but he back out as soon as as soon as he knows it's not right, or he like runs out, out of, of real estate. Real you're estate, done. yeah. And he's killed a bunch of rams with his bow, and he's not shooting far. Jonas killing his rams at 30, 40 yards. You yeah. Know? So certainly it's, possible. <laughs> yeah, it's doable. I mean, I try to balance like the 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 realities, like because it ain't going to be no. No. Easy, but it, it's just one of those things that if you want to could be it. the first stock, could be <clears throat> yeah. could be years of trying. No, I, I yeah. The phew. every time I've taken a bow sheep, and I've also taken a rifle, and fuck, I haven't even. It's, I just know it's not gonna. It's no. I might as well just take the rifle <laughs> if that's gonna happen. I mean, that's I don't. I don't think I know. I don't think I know anybody who has ever taken both and shot them with the bow doesn't happen very often i can tell you that <laughs> doesn't happen very often so that's all right it'll be fun i can't oh, wait be, to it'll be who, even it. i mean if i can get it's almost i mean it sounds corny like and i know someone i've heard other guys say like hunting the shot makes but like, sense to me you and that is a good way to think about it like if i can get to where within confident range and get off a shot regardless of the outcome if i can get off a shot at a range you know in a situation where i'm confident and like 100 percent confident in this shot that's a win you know even if i even if i screw up and miss him right like that's that's an interesting to, way to think about because that's uh, truthfully the only thing you've missed at that point was walking up and putting your hands on him yeah right? yeah and I, I that's an interesting perspective because the entire hunt is all about getting the shot. Yeah. And so if you are if you get to a point where you know you can take that animal's life, you won. Yep. Then the hunt should be a yeah. success. It may, yeah, yeah, and it, you know it's 
obviously like just the type of person I am, I'd be devastated. <laughs> that pretty devastated. <laughs> You'd be pretty upset with yourself, and that would be the end of it. You'd be mad at yourself. I yeah, know you would. But yeah, but still, like at least that's the way I'm I'm looking at it now. Is if there's I, nothing you wrong. Know, if I've, I can get if I could get one good shot opportunity, it's it's a win. And it would certainly up your um, confidence for shot number two that oh, you'll yeah, get totally. someday and shot number three that you're going to get. I mean, all that. Well, because for, for me, it's still like un, unexplored territory. Right. But if you go out there this year and you kill a ram with your bow, are, are you telling me that you're, next year you're not going to want to take your bow again? No, you, and that's not what I'm saying. Right, I'm just, so I'm just it, saying it, like it's it the, like the trepidation or whatever right, <laughs> right. now. It's like, I'd like how... Like how the fuck am I going to do this? Yeah, it might. Well, it's like it reminds me of like early, you know, the first few years sheep hunting. It's like, well, I got one last year, but how am I ever going to (laughs) freaking do do this again? again? Like (laughs) flying. Yeah, I remember like flying up into the brooks and like, man, these mountains are fucking big. (laughs) (laughs) Like I got like this. Like I, it's just the country's so big, and it's it's like I I would tell anyone, and why I think a lot of people just quit. Is because it's so like if you if you think of the whole the whole experience, it's too overwhelming. Like you you just will talk yourself out of doing it. Like you just got to be stupid and put you know put your head down and like <laughs> tackle one little thing at a time. Yeah. And uh, sometimes it's uh, if I I just got to make it to that rock and then pick another spot or whatever. Yep. You know even even the sheep last year climb. I, it was there was no stock. They walked up on me, but getting up on that ridge, I'm like, well, if it, I'm going to get close to these rams. I was looking at way down. I, I got to get on top of that ridge. And as I'm climbing up, I'm like, I don't know how the hell I'm going to get down here without <laughs> dying because it was pretty sketchy. Um, I end up finding a way easier way, but it's just one of those things. It's like, well, we'll see what happens. I mean, you got to be be not do, do anything it. crazy, but it's. There's definitely some like trepidation because I'm like I don't know how it's going to be possible, but you'll figure over out. the years there's been a few times where just incidentally, like Frank's ram that he killed a couple of years ago, and we got way we were like we got way too close to those sheep. Like I thought we thought we were they were farther away than they were, and it, we're like oh we should be seeing them soon. Got to crouch down, crawling up, and you know then there's a little ram thirty yards away. And he like came walking up to twenty yards and's like eyeballing us, and he's the only one that could see us. We knew the other ones were right around Close. the corner, just barely obscured, you know, for an hour. And then they they were when they fed out when he shot him. But I and think I've taught like I've talked fine. to years ago. I remember talking picking Tony Russ's brain about because he'd killed several sheep with a recurve too, and he. He th- he was saying that so a lot of times for him those little rams are a deal breaker those little like three They'll three fuck. year olds because you, you can't go. you can't pre- they're just randomly moving around and whereas the mature rams are pretty predictable they're what much bed, more yeah. predictable yeah it's like all right they lay down they're probably going to be there for a while so I don't know I de- you know obviously the ideal circumstance is one like eighteen year old. 47 inch ram that's that's blind in both eyes and yes. deaf and can't smell yeah, that, that would be nice but uh i'm not worried about you man i think you're gonna do oh, just fine yeah i know it, it, it's just at a point where you know i'll be i'll be pissed if i don't get one but i'll get over it you will and you'll do it again next year yeah. that'll be fine yeah it's all good but yeah so 
anyway, we'll probably wrap it up. But it's been good catching up. Yeah, you bet, man. Yeah, freaking been well almost any time. <laughs> Summer, yeah, exactly. Summer's busy. <laughs> well, you got family coming up here pretty quick, don't you? Yeah, this week. So yeah, yeah. Frank's got family coming up. I want to see if I can get get Doctor Schultz Senior. That'd be pretty cool on here. That'd be pretty cool. Good luck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're going to be busier in hell too. I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe I don't know what they got planned. Well, we were, they were supposed to. Come, I think we're going to try to have have them over for dinner one night. I haven't met his parents yet. Okay, cool. But yeah, here's some hear even more stories. <laughs> oh yeah, I can't can't imagine his dad not being cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, sounds like he's a great guy. But. Yep. Anyway, so we'll just continue on with summer. So works for me. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. If you uh, if you enjoy the podcast, uh, um, you can go on. Appreciate it if you leave a leave a good rating on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. And if you have any comments or questions, you can always email podcast at tundratalkak.com. Thanks.